loves welcome to day 21 as well as episode 21 of this quarantine it just means i have exactly a week of this whole journey that has been super lovely to partaking i'm really grateful i've had i've had you as a listener for a while now and if this is your first time i'm super glad i have you listening all the same do take some time out to catch up on my previous episodes so on yesterday's episode titled Phone Issues, I revisited the pain I'm having with my phone, the difficulty, the challenge, the daily headache I face with my phone. I had to revisit it because it's been proven really stubborn and yesterday it finally decided to give up on me. So a girl kind of needs a new phone now. I've been looking into that um, since yesterday because I really do need a phone. I happen to be recording this very episode with my sister's phone. So I really do need a phone now and I've been working on that since yesterday. How my phone decided to give up on me just before, you know, just a few days to end, you know, this journey is just, I just can't understand it. Like, but I choose to see the positive in this. I get to have a new phone work toward getting a new phone that's not easy because it involves money and we know how money is hard to come by these days especially now that we're not working and money is not incoming as expected nonetheless how are you doing with your lockdown experience how is it going for you are you getting bored already are you meditating are you doing something creative are you resting I'd really love to know, so I'll take the, the chance again to remind you to send a message to me. The Anchor app gives you an opportunity to send me a voice message directly, and I'm hoping to be able to play these voice messages on one of my episodes. Nonetheless, if you'd just love me to hear all of the details of your lockdown without sharing that experience, kindly state it in the voice message. And whichever app you happen to be using, just find out which of the features gives you the chance to send in a message to me and kindly do so because I'd really love to know how your lockdown experience has been, especially now that we're a week into it. Has it been fruitful? What have you learned? What have you learned about yourself? What have you learned about your family? What have you learned about your environment, most importantly? So I'd really, really love to know that experience. But moving on to what this podcast is about, which is my daily experience. Today has been some um, really emotional day for me. Very, very emotional because I had to engage in an activity that brought back um, the feeling of loss, the whole whole feeling of grief and loss. And it has been quite um, challenging for me dealing with it. But I must just say that I'm glad for meditation, which is something I want to touch on today. So before I even touch on meditation, let me just go through what I've been up to. So I I slept late. I think I want to get out of the cycle of sleeping late and waking up late. I'm sort of getting comfortable with it, but I'd want to get out of the cycle because immediately lockdown is done. It means we'll be going back to work um, should everything be in good condition or in sustainable condition or manageable condition because now we can't really tell the end of all of this but at least we can tell that some management practices are being like put in place so if things are being managed properly it just means we might get the chance to go back to um our 
daily activities so i feel like i should get out of the cycle of sleeping late and waking up late and i urge everybody else to do so i think we kind of need a reminder because we keep telling ourselves oh we have days to go we can you know sleep late after all what are we gonna do the next morning but i think it's about time we train our bodies and our minds to get used to the routine that we need to be able to adapt to to be able to fulfill our daily responsibilities at work when work finally gets into session so that's just one thing i want to put out there because it's something i want to work on personally so i'll just give you updates on how that is going generally it has been difficult for me sleeping early i sleep late but i'm able to wake up early that has usually been my thing and i get like afternoon naps later in the day I'm able to be productive throughout the morning, so it hasn't been a problem. But now the challenge is having to wake up late because, like, my body is like really tired and things like that. So I kind of have to get out of that cycle. That cycle. That cycle. <laughs> Sorry, that cycle. So I, I need to work on it, and I, I'll be sure to work on it and keep you posted. So today I woke up late. And I had to engage in some family activity, um, which happened to have brought back the feeling of loss. I was hoping I wouldn't have to, you know, get into this detail of my life or having to revisit this. But I lost my dad last year, the late um, months of last year. And it was something I didn't see coming. No one ever sees death coming. And I just want to say that um, even before I get into how I dealt with how I'm dealing with how I'm feeling currently I just want to say that I'm grateful for friends and meditation and I'm just grateful for whatever is keeping me in the state in which I'm at keeping me stable because I feel like for the weight at which I feel it could have been bad it could have been really bad but thankfully I've been able to manage things enough to stay stable and I'm still trying. It's not a journey that um, sort of just, it's not a thing that sort of just vanishes. It's constantly there. Even if you think you've moved past it, it comes back. And anyone who's dealing with loss or has ever dealt with loss, I feel your pain. And you don't have to be subjected to that feeling. And that is why I want to share how I'm dealing with my, um, these feelings currently. So after engaging in the family activity that um, reminded me of all of these things, I, I, to be honest, I cried. I did cry. And at that point in time, the pain felt like a bit too overwhelming. I almost felt like I was having a panic. I was about to have a panic attack. But then I was subconsciously reminded to take deep breaths. So I did that. I kept taking deep breaths in and out. And I decided I wasn't going to focus too much on how I was feeling. I wasn't going to focus too much on what was making me feel bad. But I was going to focus on my breath. So amidst tears, I was breathing deeply in. But then I could still feel the pain. I could feel the loss. It doesn't just vanish. So I decided I was going to get on onto YouTube and just find some guided meditation for dealing with grief and loss. So I did that. 
jammed onto one of the YouTube videos that caught my eye. And then for 10 minutes, I meditated. With help, of course, because it was really hard for me. And let's not feel bad having um, to be guided through meditation. It's one thing you shouldn't feel bad about because it's the experience that matters. And guided meditation is not a bad thing. It doesn't make you an amateur at meditation or anything of the sort. So if you're finding difficulty meditating on your own, it's best you do guided meditation. You shouldn't feel any less of a meditator because you engage in guided meditation. So in times like this where I'm like not in so much control of my feelings and it's really getting difficult, I was so glad that I resorted to guided meditation because before I would have tried to meditate on my own and feel like I wasn't, like I couldn't focus enough and then I'll just like give up because like I wouldn't be able to control my thoughts and things like that. But besides all of that, that's not even the point I'm trying to get to. I'm, I'm just grateful that I thought of meditation even in that pain. And it didn't come easy. It's because I've had friends who have reminded me daily to meditate. I've had friends who have guided me through my loss. And that's not something you can come back easily because after the, the loss of my dad, or the transition of my dad I felt like I had people I had like uh, people I could talk to people who could help me through the whole experience but it turned out that they were not really in the capacity to do that and I wouldn't want to blame them for it because that is not their job yes they're friends yes they're there for me yes at some points I thought they were my safe they were my like um, what do I call them like my ride or dies or like people I could go to in times of in times of trouble. But not everybody is equipped to be able to deal with other people's losses and help them feel better. Not everybody is equipped. So one thing I'm very glad for is the fact that just in time I found someone who was able to help me and keep reminding me to meditate. So this time around it wasn't me reaching out for maybe a phone which is damaged. You see how that would have put me in a bad position. It wasn't me reaching out for a phone to reach out to someone. But it was me searching for peace internally. Which is something I want to talk about. For the very majority, for the greater part of um, dealing with my loss, I was relying on external circumstances to make me feel good internally and that almost messed me up I feel like I feel as though it could have it, it would have made me make a bad decision but I'm so glad that I came into contact with the right person who didn't only tell me to take it easy with dealing with my loss but taught me to to be able to attain help internally and don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong with seeking for help. Just as with my example, it was through a friend that I was able to find this help, this aid that has been able to help me deal with 
my situation right now whereas I didn't have to like make any call to anybody or reach out to anybody like I was able to find help internally and it worked for me so all I'm trying to say is that you should work on being able to deal with situations internally but nonetheless you shouldn't dismiss the fact that external help also helps you shouldn't be toxic about it you it just needs discernment because I'm not about to tell you not to reach out to a friend when you're dealing with loss. That that would be wrong. But if you're, you just really need to assess the situation. Are you reaching out to this person for the right reasons? Are you reaching out to this person to be able to help you with your situation? And is the person in the position to help you? I say this based on a personal experience, which I may find it difficult to explain currently. But if you're with me, you sort of get what I'm driving at. It shouldn't be toxic communication or toxic external help that you will be running for or like struggling to get to reach out um, for. But you should be able to work. You should be able to do the majority of the work internally, which is what meditation kind of helps you with. I'm grateful for this experience. I'm grateful for the friends I made during that, this period of my life. And I'm really, really grateful. And I thought it would be wise to share this with you. I don't know, honestly, very, very honestly, I don't know if all of this will make sense to you. I don't know if all of this will resonate with you. I don't know if all of this might be beneficial to you. But I'm just glad I get to share it. And I'm really hoping it does, one way or the other, help somebody to be able to go through um, any form of loss, to be able to go through any experience in this lifetime. And let's not be reaching out for toxic aid. Let's try as much as we can to work on ourselves internally. That is why I would recommend meditation to you and for you. But there's something that um, the yogi who um, guided the meditation I practiced in um, sort of mentioned and I'd really love to get into it and sort of unpack a little bit of what that might be about. So he mentioned that we feel deeply about pain and about and joy generally because of love. So love is like the center of it. And pain and joy and other emotions as a result of love. So you realize that um, you feel someone's pain because you love the person. You feel someone's joy because you love the person. And that is the major connection between people such that we're able to feel pain and loss. So it just goes further to explain why the pain I feel feels so deeply. It is because it's as a result of love. And I can see how that can be comforting because you know for a fact that you have love in your heart. That you have love for people that you have you just the element of love exists in you like it, it brings in the consciousness of the existence of love which you might know is already there but you probably weren't really conscious of it but just the mere fact that you feel this pain just the mere fact that you feel someone's joy just goes a long way to tell you that you have love and that i see should be comforting in difficult times so I'd really, I just wanted to share that with you. And yes, it's not easy dealing with the loss, I feel. But I'm happy I can deal with it internally. And 
I'm not saying it has been all perfect for me. I have sought external help in the wrong way. But um, I'm just glad that I know that I have an option in eternity. And I feel like sharing it with you will go a long way to help somebody. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I haven't done much today, so there's really no experience to share. But I just... I'm just happy I could share something a bit of meditation with you all today and I really love you guys I love you so much for keeping me doing this seven days more let's go through this together don't forget to send me a message a voice message um, anything and do follow me on my social media at maxboy underscore d you can reach out to me on those platforms maxboy underscore d spells m-a-x-v-o-y underscore d do follow me send me a message let's get interactive I love you.